Welcome to the Queen Trail Podcast. Meditation doesn't have to be sitting still and having an empty mind. The journey is such a beautiful thing because we are all on a journey. You want to make sure you have some kind of distribution plan, at least have an idea of it, because you can make this really amazing film and it only gets seen by your family and friends. Old Hollywood is still intact. Every horse runs hard, but when they win, and they know it. They've got this little sass about them. It was pretty rough. I had to go into the water and with my med pack, swim to the beach, treat these guys, put them on my back, swim out to the helo. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen those before. And I said, what are those? And before I could even finish the sentence, she said, oh my God, you didn't touch them, did you? Even if monarchs go away and we never see one again, because there never will be monarchs again if they die out, it is just a little indicator of larger threats Man. My dad said, so what were you guys doing in the desert? And I said, we were taking nude photos. Hey everyone, I hope you had a great week since the last time that we got together. I've been having just a really relaxing day today. It's a cooler than normal summer right now, and I am enjoying it because I know that those hot days are right around the corner and I'm gonna be just dying. But for some reason, there's this nostalgic quality to this summer day. It's just hot enough for me to recognize that it's summer, but it's comfortable, it's really quiet in the house. I have the whole place to myself today. And um, just listening to a dog barking in the distance and the birds twittering. And just before I started recording, I had to get up and close the door because I heard my neighbor banging nails into some project. And I'm just waiting for the lawnmowers to start. And then that fresh cut grass smell to just permeate, but it's one of those old fashioned type of summer days and I am loving every moment of it. And speaking of old fashioned, yesterday, Sophia and I, well, really it was more Sophia than me, made some old fashioned homemade peach ice cream. She had been dying for some. And the reason I have the house to myself today is because it's her bestie Alexa's birthday. So she's celebrating over there. And right after the success of that batch of peach ice cream, she decided that she was going to make enough strawberry ice cream for Alexa's birthday. So she took that away this morning. I got to taste it. Well, it was still basically a milkshake, but wow, it was so good. Sophia ought to open her own ice cream parlor. You know, just to add to that whole essence of summer, you know, that is just, it's just everything about summer. Um, there's a volunteer tomato plant in my yard. I didn't really plant a whole lot of stuff this year, but this tomato plant popped up and it's not even caged. <laughs> so it's going completely crazy and it put out so many tomatoes. And so as soon as I'm done recording today, I'm going to be heading to the market to get a few things to make tomato pie. I know that sounds really weird. It's been a long time since I've had one. It is a savory pie. If you've never had tomato pie, 
you slice the tomatoes and roast them so they get caramelized and these really wonderful flavors going through it. And it's got cheese and herbs and um, it's not exactly a pizza because it is in a pie crust, but it is so good. And the only reason that's happening is because it is a cooler summer day. The idea of turning on an oven when it's hot outside is just (laughs) anathema to me. I hate it. I hate being hot. Ever since I was a little kid, heat just totally wiped me out and it continues to do so. I'd rather be cold and having to layer up than hot. But speaking of heat... I am so excited to bring to you this week's In the Company of Friends talk with my friend Sylvia Askenazi of Tango San Pedro. We are going to be talking about this fiery, sexy dance. Basically, tango is in this woman's DNA. She has over 20 years of tango experience. She is an expert. She grew up with it. She's from Argentina originally. And not just that. I mean, she's just such a warm, gentle, grounding, and just super knowledgeable person. She's going to give us a little bit of a primer on tango, the history of it, as well as talking about some really exciting things that she's doing at Grand Street Arts, which is the space in San Pedro where she teaches these lessons and so much more happens there in addition. So please grab a cuppa and join Sylvia Eskenazi and me in this week's In the Company of Friends talk. Enjoy. Thank you for joining me. Do you remember the storytelling event? I remember the events. You did a couple, right? A couple of events at my place. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really appreciate you guys opening up the space for the storytelling events. And you're not there anymore. You moved. No, I'm four blocks away. We moved to a much better place. I look forward to visiting the new space, which is Grand Street Arts. Yes, yes. We are in uh, on Grand and 8th, and my wife and I, we both have our businesses under one name. I still do the tango classes, and she's still doing her photography business. Oh, that's so wonderful. So it's a gallery and a dance studio? It's a photo studio and digital lab. She does all ca- everything, photography, everything. We have two spaces in the same building. So the front part is the tango studio. In the back area, there's a a photo studio with printing, digital lab, uh, photo shoots, everything photography. Wow. Is it a bigger dance floor also? Yeah, it's 3,400 square feet total. Oh, nice. And how long have you been there? Four years already. Oh, my God. Actually, it's going to be, it's four and a half. It's going to be in December. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. I really am because you. you guys deserve to keep growing and, and doing all of the wonderful things that you do for the community. Thank you. It was definitely an expansion. So it's, it's great. It's wonderful. Nice. Well, you do so many things, but definitely the tango. And it's just a dance that I know nothing about. I like to dance but I'm not a good Uh dancer. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's why you take classes. <laughs> I step on everybody's feet. It's terrible. So oh. <laughs> how were you how were you introduced to tango? Oh well, my family was um basically my grandmother was and my grandfather, they were both uh tango listeners and tango dancers. They they lived the golden age of tango in Argentina. It was the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. That was when everybody was dancing tango, you know, the big orchestras, the golden age. Mm -hmm. the, the main two decades, the 30s, the 40s, and then the, the 50s was a problem because the rock and roll arrived in Argentina. So... People switch, a lot of people switch to dancing rock. Like my mom, my mom didn't want to dance tango. And she was dancing rock, rock and roll. And yeah, that happened. And also the recorded music from basically this culture was introduced in the country and people were not dancing so much tango. The orchestras didn't have a lot of work because, you know, it was cheaper to play records. So it was a, not a good moment for tango after the 50s. And then we had military governments that didn't allow social gatherings or a lot of social problems that didn't help to keep the tango alive. So tango was gone from the 60s to the 80s, until the 80s. And then in the 80s, we have an incredible tango show in Broadway. Tango Argentino, and people went crazy. So the reverse happened. The tango arrived in New York, in Broadway, with a big, big tango show, and, and people went nuts. Everybody wanted to dance tango. Tango arrived to Hollywood, the movies, and then more and more people wanted to dance all over the world. But for me, the music was always at my grandma's house, and I always wanted to dance, but I never decided to do it until 2004 when I was already here. I was already here in the States wow. and um, I started dancing and learning and just, I never stopped. So it went through such an upheaval with all of those societal changes and, and of course the music industry. Did your grandparents ever dance tango with you or try to show you when you were little? No, because my grandpa died when I was very little, mm -hmm. but I have a picture of them dancing in 1952. Oh, how beautiful. Um, they were living in the, in the south of Argentina, and I, my mom gave me this picture, and it's a great picture of them dancing. And I have it here in my studio, so when you come, I'll show you. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. How beautiful. What a great memory that is. Did uh, did your mom regret never learning how to dance tango? She knew a little bit, but um, no, no, she was never a tango addict. Mm -hmm. But she knew how to dance a little bit, the basic things. But she was happy that I did. Yeah, my family's from Costa Rica, uh -huh. and so they're salseros, you know. And I never learned how to dance salsa oh. or 
any of those dances. And I'm going to have to come and take tango lessons at least because I have two left feet. Yeah, you are you going to come? I think so. I think I, I will because I <laughs> think it would be fun. But what are some of the things that people who want to take salsa should know? Like, do I need a partner? Tango, 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 not salsa. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, salsa. As we say in the tango world, salsa is for chips. <laughs> for chips. <laughs> yes. So, you know, actually, because of that faux pas, thank you for correcting me. Yes, we're talking about tango. Um, how would you describe the differences between tango and other Latin styles of dance? And is tango kind of a conglomeration of several different dance styles? Well, I mean, there's always cross-cultural. Um, it's impossible not to have influences from other styles or rhythms. Um, tango is born from a fusion of several styles. I'm talking about the music mm. to start because the music started before the dance mm -hmm. a little bit. But the habanera is, like we say, the mother of tango in a way the Habanera rhythm, uh, other European ideas and concepts, the instruments that they use in the tango orchestras are the piano, the violin, those are European. I mean, I mean tango is a partner dance, so in that you can check both salsa and other rhythms, other dances. But the way that the tango embrace is way closer and way more intimate than any other dance. It's like when you hug a friend, mm -hmm. you know, that you haven't seen in a long time, and then you just start dancing. Or when you hug a lover or someone you love or a family member, it's a very, very close embrace, heart to heart, mm -hmm. heart to heart. So that makes it, completely different than any other dance. Um, the, the steps, you know, if you see maybe some bachata, maybe some lambada, maybe some steps can be very similar. But, you know, when you see tango, you know that it's tango because the music, the steps, the embrace, the dresses, and the passion, and the there's fire around the dancers when, <laughs> when they're dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it telling a story through the dance? Well, the songs maybe, the, the lyrics, they may have a story. And only if you understand the language, you'll be able to feel what the singer is saying. But uh, no, not, not particularly. It's not a choreography. It's, it's all improvised and so you just learn uh, basically you learn a new language when you learn tango you learn a body language a, a series of elements that compose the dance and it's never completely you know there's always new things to learn and it's a lot of fun but it's improvisation that's improvisation it's it's a lot of fun because really for every song you make a new series of moves, depending on what you feel in that moment. Do you have to have a partner? Uh, no. For classes? No, not for mm -hmm. classes, not for the dance parties. Uh, I have couples, they come together, but they switch partners. Ideally, you want to 
we want to practice with different people so that basically it's more fun and mm-hmm. you make sure that you understand the language, not just that person. There's, there's a leader and there's a follower. And it's 50-50, you know, it's, it's a conversation of two partners. It can be a, you know, leader can be a man or a woman, follower can be a man or a woman. It's a personal choice more and more now because now it's more inclusive. Mm-hmm. So some men want to follow and, you know, why can't they? Well, some women wanna, want to lead. More and more women are leaving because there's always <laughs> I love that. gender imbalance. That's great. Um, so I know it was called a forbidden dance for a while. Was that yeah. during that upheaval time that you were talking about or was it prior to that? Thinking during the 20s, 1920s. Uh, yeah, because of the proximity and because of the legwork. So in the 20s, women were just at home doing house work and being wives. It was not well seen to see women in the nightclubs or out in the dances. But the women who did dance, they were very brave. Yeah. <laughs> because they were doing the, you know, the tango leg work is very sexy and very intimate. So little by little, people were changing their habits and they were becoming more open to tango. Ah, probably after tango really, really made a success in Europe. And then then in Buenos Aires, they said, oh, okay, now we like tango. Now it's okay. <laughs> Everything that was good in Europe was good in Buenos Aires. Yeah, so, that's funny. You know, the tango teachers who did not, did not have success in Buenos Aires went to Europe and they went crazy about it. And then um, everybody wanted to learn everywhere. Yeah, it seemed like in that time period, everything was accepted in Europe. And they're the ones that opened up the doors for so much. I could see how they would do that with tango as well. Are there different types of tango? Well, I teach Argentine tango. Um, there are different kinds of tango. There is, if you go to Arthur Murray Academy, they will teach you the American tango, which is a series of choreographed moves that I will never like. <laughs> then, yeah, you know, in Finland, they have their own tango style and they even have orchestras. It, the one that is really, you know, everybody the majority of the people are engaging with is Argentine tango all over the world. You mentioned Finland. I would never think that tango was in Finland, but that's amazing that it's spread so far throughout the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in Finland, um, they have this need for connection that tango, you know, tango gave them this possibility for connection, for physical connection that they could not do. In They are very distant people, you know. They are not like Argentinians, Italians, or Latin Americans with a physical touch. Mm-hmm. So they, they, yeah, they really love this. And also 
they embraced it. In Argentine tango is really used in Argentina. There's a tango therapy school. They use tango to help people with uh, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, depression, and other issues, or not only mental, but also, you know, psychological issues. Yeah, emotional. Emotional, yes. That's amazing. Like, what is the connection with helping with Parkinsonism and um, other neurological disorders like that? Yeah, for depression, for example, it's proved that when you are in such proximity with another person, it doesn't matter who, another human, your brain will release oxytocin, which is the feel-good hormone. Oxytocin, serotonin, every all the feel-good hormones are there when your heart is so close to another heart. The embrace, the connection, the physical touch, everybody needs to be embraced. That's the first thing that happens to you when you're born. Your mother holds you. And the tango embrace is very similar to that feeling that gives you that sensation of that feeling of safety and connection and it's so primal, you know. Every human being needs connection. And there's a community, you know, we have a tango community, we have a dancing, dance community. It's for many people, especially here in LA, where so many people come by themselves, living behind their countries, their family. It's so important to find a community. And tango is perfect because it's dancing, it's movement, it's connection with other people, is very, very healthy because normally you're not going to find a lot of people who drink a lot of alcohol, for example, because you need your balance, you need your awareness to dance. So it's, it's wonderful in, in, in so many ways. Yeah, and well, when you mention needing your balance, it's great exercise too, right? It's great exercise. It's good for your brain when you learn something new, when you need to figure out. You know, learning is part of prevention of mental decay, right? We need to keep learning things. So I can see, too, how that would help with the forgetfulness because you're moving and you're stimulating all of that as you're doing these dances, even though for younger people, that's not the primary reason, but it keeps you sharp, you know, keeps your mind sharp. Yes. And it's really a lot of fun. More and more younger people are dancing in Buenos Aires. I mean, in Buenos Aires, you may have between 20 and 30 places to go dancing every night when you dance tango all night long. But the dances, the dance, we call it milonga. You have milongas starting at noon, some early matinee, some early afternoon, early evening, evening, early night, uh, late night, and then they go until 6 a.m. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> in different places for different crowds, in different neighborhoods. And, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but it's good. 
Oh, how fun. Well, speaking of that, you also organize trips to Buenos Aires and uh, they're your tango adventures, right? And you actually have one coming up later this year in November? Yes, I don't know if it's going to happen, but we're still looking for people that are interested in going. And if it's not this year, it will be in April or early next year. But yeah, I, I've done it every year until COVID. And then we went back to do it uh, in December last year. And it was amazing. It was great. They are basically for people who don't want to go alone to a new country, new culture, new language. So I organize a group of people basically from LA, but sometimes I had people coming from Germany or from another state. And I organize everything, the place we stay. Sometimes we stay in a house and we share that experience together too. It's more fun. I uh, organize classes. I organize the going out every night and during the day to see the city. So it's a tour. It's a tour. It's an immersion. It's dancing. It's eating great food, trying all we can try. We go to tango shows live music, we went to the opera, and everything we can do in, in 10 days, I tried to do it all. And it's very exhausting, but it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's very exhausting. That's a lot. <laughs> we go to a ranch, we ride horses. Horseback riding too. Trail rides? Yeah, it's a short 45-minute ride within the ranch. They offer also gaucho show and folk music. It's a whole experience. It's a lot of fun. That sounds wonderful. Hopefully, you will get a lot of people this year. It just sounds like a wonderful trip to me. And do you have to know tango to go? or No. You don't have to know tango, no, because everybody will learn something, will take advantage of the immersion if they want to do it. What is the most exciting part of teaching and owning your own studio? And what's the biggest challenge? Um, I love teaching beginners because they are so curious and so dedicated and they really want to do this and they are just really cute. They, when they start coming to the milongas, is even, you know, it's, it's a reward. The other day, my last milonga, I, all my beginners were here and they danced and they were having fun. They sat all together. It's great for people who want to do something that, is, you know, it's not just going out to eat and watch a movie. When you dance tango, you are the protagonist. You're not watching. You are the star. You're the star. You are really doing something. You're not, you know, being fed with images or information. You are the artist. You are the one who's doing it. Active participation. Yeah. So that I love. And the challenge is the cultural, um, it, it's, you know, I'm not in Argentina and a lot of people have no idea what tango is or they they don't understand the music or they get frustrated because it's, you know, it's not an easy dance. It's not something easy like, oh, I'm going to learn this in three 
classes. No, no, it's not an easy thing. But so that's challenging. It's a lot of people get a little bit frustrated. It's a practice. It's a yeah, but we we grow the community one dancer at a time, and that person who is going to be welcomed in the community is is very important for us because they they are curious they want to do it and they they want to give the best of themselves yeah yeah so it's, it's a good thing for in so many ways i can see that it it sounds like a lot of fun and it's just that community connection like you were talking about earlier that you know, it's getting harder and harder to have that. And I keep bringing up social media because it's distancing us so much from one another. We have, yes. this, you know, very superficial connection. We we just see what somebody's doing. You put three or four words out. Oh, that's great. And then you move on and you never yeah. get deep and connected. And so being able to go somewhere where there's a community and you're interacting with people, and then on such an intimate level as dance, and especially as tango, it really creates that connection that we're missing everywhere else. You know, like even yes. in the workplace, yes. you're you're creating a family. Yes, you should come. You should come this Saturday to my um, to my tango party mm-hmm. and see what it feels like this party is elegant is sophisticated is great energy is full of good things oh how lovely full of good things. what time is it yeah just come it's at um starts at 9 p.m 9 p.m okay i should be yeah. home that's usually i always say that's my bedtime but really no i go to bed and then i read or do whatever for two or three more hours so i might as well be yeah we well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we all we always tell people, you know, don't do just one more Netflix night. Come and dance, come and connect, exactly. come and learn something. Uh, then you know, go home and do Netflix again. But <laughs> you need to get out. We need to get out more. You're right. I feel when I go dancing, I uh, it's hard to get out of my house because you know. Oh, driving blah 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 Mm -hmm. but when I'm there and I see my friends people I know for more than 20 years because I've been dancing since 2004 so it's going to be 20 years next year yeah there are people that I know for 20 years already in the community I've danced with them for 20 years and I don't know what they do I don't know how much money they have I don't care this is another thing um, how democratic it is. I don't know if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I don't know who you, but I don't care. I just want to dance. Right. So it's, yeah, it's a blind passion, right? If you can dance, yeah. then we're friends for a song or whatever, because whatever. that's the connection. Whatever. And it's nice to have passions like that, that pull you out of, the political arguments because there's so much more to life other than politics. And I like that everybody's welcome. Yeah. And another thing is uh, we've had, you know, for example, fundraisers done for people in the community for different reasons, you know, normally a health problem or 
or life circumstance that you're not ready for. We do fundraisers and we we make it. We make it happen, you know. Support for your community and so many things. A lot of people are get friends. They go do other things together. But basically you go to these tango parties and you see them as many times a week as you want. I like that. It's great. Yeah. I was also going to ask you about your Spanish lessons because you also give Spanish lessons. Uh, yes, I do. That's I've been doing that since 2005. It's another thing I love to do. <laughs> yeah, my Spanish lessons are now on Zoom or in person, but on Zoom is no problem to do it in Zoom because you don't need to be there. All you need is to, to talk, really, like we are talking right now. Yeah, that's a, another side of my work experience as well as, well, you know, collage. I've been working for collage. I do yes. social media, website. and You're the project coordinator. There. Yes, yes. I help bring people to the stage. You do so much. It's incredible. And everything is fun. All I do is fun because I am a... I'm a Gemini and everything I do has to be fun. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) I love that. I just love how you really immerse yourself in the community. You and Annie both do. But my favorite thing that you said is that everything that you do is fun. And Mm. I think more people need to focus on the things that they're passionate about, that they feel really good about that, you know, make them come alive and give themselves permission to do that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And um, another side benefit of tango, for example, is I remember when I started, I had one dressing style, the way I dressed. For tango, everybody dresses up a little bit. You know, they they find nice clothes. They come, they all look amazing. And they want to give only the best part of themselves. This is a very intimate or close, close dance. So you really have to feel good and give good vibe. So that's another thing for this activity. It's great. Yeah. And you know, sounds so corny or cheesy or whatever. But you know, what you give comes back to you. And if you're giving out good energy and enjoying yourself, you're going to get more of that in return, you're going to have people who want to give you their good energy. So I just love this idea. And, you know, and then another thing when you were when you were mentioning how hard it is sometimes, because it's always, I think, getting dressed to go out is always the hardest part. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh, I have to get especially, ready. Especially in LA, where you can really just wear whatever you want and go out and it's okay. Nobody's going to say anything. Right, right. Yeah. And now you have to drive somewhere. But Mm -hmm. I think that part of that goes away when you have a place in your community that offers that, that you don't have to drive really far away for. That is, you know, 10 minutes away or Mm -hmm. 20 minutes away and doesn't necessarily require 
miles and miles on a freeway, you know, like to me, traffic is part of Los Angeles culture, but it's nice to know right in the Harbor area in San Pedro is a tango dance studio that is like traveling into Buenos Aires. You know, it's, Uh it's a little Argentinian microcosm right there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And also it's not, you can't find it everywhere either. Even if you go to downtown Los Angeles. There's no tango lessons in downtown right now. And so this area is, um, yeah, I receive people from Long Beach, Redondo, Hermosa, Palos Verdes. It's, yeah, it's great because, you know, they don't have to drive so far and they can take a class and then go to a restaurant in our beautiful downtown San Pedro and have a great date, you know, for a date night. It's great also. And there's an allure because... To me, when I think of tango, I think of something nostalgic. Sentimental, I would call it. Sentimental. 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 That's a good word. It's a music that everybody can understand. Everybody can feel the sentiment of the music because it's so... Yes. It it touches everybody. That's why they dance it everywhere in the world, everywhere. Everywhere. I just love the whole idea. I'm really glad that this is what you're doing, that you've been doing it for 20 years, that uh, you're going to continue to do it, that you're planning these wonderful trips to Argentina. I'm sure I said that wrong, didn't I? Argentina. (laughs) Argentina. 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 Um, And just touching so many people and building up the community. Do you feel that the community that you've built has gotten larger, that there's more and more people that are interested in tango? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. When I started dancing 20 years ago, there were probably one place to go every night. And now, uh, for example, there are classes, at least two or three classes or four every night and places to dance. Last Saturday, we had four different places to go dancing just within Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles, Orange County, we kind of like drive back and forth. Yeah, it's growing, it's growing. COVID gave us a really, really bad time, especially for tango. It's been really hard to, to bring the community out to dance again. Yeah, I can see that, especially because it's such close contact and COVID was all about distancing. And so what a hard time. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Yeah. I mean, we all went through a hard time, but Tango was, I was freaking out. I was like, what is going to happen with this? Maybe it will never end. Anyway, we're over. It's so great. We're good. Yeah. I'm glad it came back. If anybody wants to get a hold of you, if they want to join a milonga, one of the Monday, Wednesday dances, if they want to come and see the dance space or learn how to speak Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's tangosanpedro.com or grandstreetarts.com. Perfect. For for photography, for Spanish, um, you can visit the website and see all that we offer here. 
right now I have group classes on Monday nights and Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. If people want to learn more about my studio, it's tangosanpedro.com. Easy. I'm tango and I am in San Pedro, so tangosanpedro or sanpedro.com. I host dance parties twice a month where people come to dance and we have guest teachers and DJs and we have food and all kinds of goodies on the table. How fun. Every week, Monday and Wednesday. Monday and Wednesday, always check the website because sometimes I go out of the country. Like I was in Argentina in June for two weeks. Oh, lovely. I have a property there and I went to fix it and now it's an Airbnb. So it's something that I'm offering also to the tango community that travels to Buenos Aires. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, they can rent my Airbnb now. But yeah, the classes are for beginners and no experience needed, no partner needed. Just come join the class and learn little by little. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. I'll be stepping on a lot of toes, but eventually I think I'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully everybody will have shoes so nobody gets hurt. Yeah, steel toes. If you're going to dance with me, you need the steel toe shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Protect the toes. If there was one thing that you want to share with the world, what would it be? Tango is healing It's challenging, it's fun, and we just need more tango dancers in the world. More tango and less war. (laughs) (laughs) More tango and less violence. More music. I like that. I agree with that. Yeah. (laughs) More tango and less worries. We all need more of that. If you're anywhere near the harbor area, San Pedro, Please join Sylvia at one of her tango classes. I mean, what a fun way to get your exercise in, meet new people, learn something new, get passionate about this beautiful dance style. And also, please check the show notes for selected links, including how to get in touch with Sylvia and Tango San Pedro. Also, keep sending in your questions and comments. I read all of them. If you have a fun, amazing, or inspiring story to share, drop me a line. I'd love to talk to you. The world needs more amazing stories. Please also take a moment to rate this episode because your ratings really do help move this podcast closer to the top of searches so that my friends and I can reach more people. I'm looking forward to sharing more upcoming In the Company of Friends talks with you. So be sure to follow me on the socials and the dot com all at the Queen trail podcast that's t-h-e-q-u-a-i-n-t-r-e-l-l-e podcast i am sil annan the queen trail and until next time i wish you passion adventure fun dance elegance and beauty Después fuiste la amiguita